Come on in, everyone. Thank you for your support on today. How you think I'm doing with the music, Chris? <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Ease Talk. I am your sis Mikey. I have a special guest on tonight. I do want to check in to make sure that everyone can actually see us on Facebook. Um, yeah. Everybody's on here. I see my friends. Thank you guys so much for um, being here on tonight. I do have a special guest and his name is Chris Coleman. And that is short for AKA Autistic Rocker Boy. Welcome Chris to Ease Talk. <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> Hey, I wish I was side by side by Chris because Chris loves hugs. He loves to be more intimate settings than this virtual thing. And next time we'll do that. Um, but we're here to support Autism Month, um, Autism Awareness. Um, I want to tell you guys some things about Chris so he don't have to repeat himself. And I told Chris that I got on his Instagram and kind of got a little idea about who he is. First of all, Chris loves hugs. He liked the um, the open communication, not this virtual stuff that we have to do right now. Um, also, he loves, he's a gamer. He loves playing games. Um, he also loves to play the guitar. So we have a music genius over here. Not only that, but he loves music in general. And so I got tickled when I saw that he loves chopping screw. For everybody that's in the hood, you know what the chopping screw mean, right? You know what kind of music they did. They know what that is, Chris. <laughs> and not only that, but he says, and that's what he listened to with his father. Um, with his mom, he learned about uh, blues and R&B. And Chris says that he even likes to listen to Italian opera and most of all, rock. And that's why we're playing the rock Christian music today, because you know how we roll on, on, on East South. And so today we want to just kind of get to know Chris. We want to um, ask him a couple of questions and see how, um, how Chris feels about autism, um, some things that he can share to bring awareness to us, how to interact with people, children, adults with autism this is uh, something very personal to me because i have family members that are autistic um and so having chris on here tonight is like a privilege all the people that he could have chosen to be on he chose little bit of ease talk and so i'm so humble i'm so grateful for his presence today um chris i'm gonna start asking you some questions um, one of the things that I saw on your Instagram page that I didn't know what it meant, um, you had a, a statement or a slogan at the top of it, and you said, I belong to the blank generation. What do that mean? Is that a song or does it have meaning? Uh, to me, it's a two. One, it is a song by Richard Hill. 
It's okay. a fish song. You, can, you might like it. Okay. <laughs> and what does that song mean to you? I, I belong to the blind generation. I can take it or leave it each time. Okay. Okay. And that blank is just kind of like nothing's really there, huh? Mm -hmm. Like kind of like an invisible type thing. Yeah. I could see why you could like this song. Um, I saw that you also did a live on your Instagram. It was your first live. I also saw that it was hard for you to do. What made you go and live hard for you? Uh, it wasn't live. It was just a recorded video. A recorded video? What made it hard for you? So I'm not used to this. Put myself mm -hmm. out there and just talking to people. Yeah. Is it a sense of feeling like they you won't be accepted? Is that what made it hard for you? Oh, that and I'm not much of a talker anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I am a talker. <laughs> but let me tell you, it's difficult for me to actually be on any live at any time doing anything in front of people. So I think that's pretty normal for anybody to be just kind of nervous and not, not really know what to say to um, an audience that you don't know anything about. <laughs> but you want to bring awareness and, and allow them to get to know you and kind of feeling nervous about being um, um, accepted. And which brings me to my next question. What is it? What does it mean for you to be accepted with autism? What does it look like? I'm not really sure. Hold on. No, that's a good question because uh, I really don't know. Thinking, like, uh, give me an example. Yeah, I can give you an example. Like, um, when I say acceptance, for me, acceptance would be um, people being comfortable around me people not being afraid because there's something different about me um, that's not like the normal person to be around me, to be able to talk to me and just have just a regular conversation, regular friendship, regular dialogue with me. That to me would be like acceptance. Like you accept the fact that yes, I am different, but you don't make me feel like I'm different. And you think that would be like a good thing, like, People know that you have autism, but you don't want people to make you feel like you have autism or make it make it seem like it's this big thing. And instead, just making things feel normal, like we are normal people. We're all made different. We all have things that, you know, we didn't ask for. Like, remember, I, sh I share with you that I have lupus. Um, and sometimes people don't understand what lupus is and how it affects your mind and how it affects your body, how it affects your hair. People see me now, but they didn't see me with the pictures where I had bald spots and all those type of things. Or when I couldn't hardly walk, I wanted to be accepted just as a normal person, not someone with a lot of issues or 
consider to be something wrong with me, but just feeling just kind of normal. Would you think that would be your acceptance? Would you expect people to accept you in that way? Nice, man. Just treat me like a regular human being. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I do. I I don't make um, I don't make anything seem grand. So people probably wouldn't even know half of the stuff that you know my children and myself or my nephews have gone through because we keep things normal over here. There's you know we got too much going on for us not to keep things normal. Um, you talked about a, about your little brother, and you call him Z, um, that also has autism. Um, and you call him the artistic cowboy because he like cowboy thing. He like horses. He like being on a ranch. Um, I saw that you told you you wrote that you would protect him with your life, um, and that you loved him. Being in this this light to be a uh, bring awareness to autism. What do you want to prevent your your little brother from having to go through? What is that you want people to educate themselves on so that your brother won't feel the way you felt growing up with autism? Well, I would like for him to be accepted mm -hmm. and and not be uh, so lonely. I would like for him to have some uh, friends he could talk to. Yeah. So do you feel lonely because you talked about being lonely and on your other um, interview, you talked about being the lonely boy. Do you still somewhat feel lonely or do have things gotten better for you? Yeah, I still am lonely, but maybe uh, some good online friends I can talk to. Mm -hmm. What makes you feel lonely, though? What are the things that make you feel lonely? Um, human interaction for one. Mm -hmm. And most of the time I just want a, a good hug. And someone to oh, tell me everything's gonna be all right. Okay, I can't hug you. I can give you a virtual hug. And I'm going to tell you that most definitely everything's going to be all right. Every day you get up is a miracle. Every day that all of us get up is a miracle. And the fact that we're still here is letting us know, hey, everything is going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. So... Do you like staying with routine? Do you like doing things uh, routine? Um, or do you, um, does routine hurt you or help you? It helps. It helps. Does it make it, when you have a routine, it doesn't make things seem confusing, right? So what are some things that, um, I can do or your mom can do or your sister can do or anybody can do to help you feel comfortable getting out of your routine because today you're out of your routine. Uh, but besides a hug, what else can we do to make you feel comfortable getting out of your routine? I mostly just try to 
help myself. I do that on my own. Yeah. So you more independent. You want to try to do things on your own. I try to, yes. Yeah. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that as well. Um, there are always, I need help sometimes when I can't figure things out and I have all these emotions and stuff. I go to someone that can help me figure out some things and kind of give me this reassurance that I can, first of all, I can do it. And that I have all the tools inside me to do whatever it is that I need to do to get out of my comfort zone. And then um, I just go ahead and, and kind of like you said, kind of force myself to do those things. Um, how do you really feel about autism? Do you feel like there's something really cool about autism or you just think that it's just this bad thing? What do you how do you really feel about autism? I never thought of it as a bad thing. Good, because I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I know about autism, just from my experience? Not only are y'all some cool people, like, um, y'all are geniuses. Y'all can do stuff that other people cannot do. Like, y'all have the capability of learning on a level that's like a miracle. Your capacity to learn things is amazing. It's like on a whole nother level. And how I know this because I have a loved one that, that does that every day. He's, he supersedes the expectations that's been given. And so um, I'm glad that you said that you didn't think that it was a bad thing. I think what make it bad is that people don't educate themselves with, um, with, uh, about autism, right? Mm -hmm. That's what makes it bad is the people being ignorant and not educating yourself and trying to learn about just another group of people that's a little bit different than they are. Right. So um, that's how I feel sometimes when I think about, you know, the things that I have to go through that I want people to, um, to educate themselves. You said that um, having autism is a, is a hassle. How do you feel? You talked about, um, some of the issues you went through in in school and after school, have those things changed? Have they got a little bit better for you? Well, since I have to deal with people picking on me and I could be myself, yeah. Yeah. I want to apologize to you for all the people that picked on you. and tell you that they were not cool people to do that. And sometimes when people don't understand things, um, they acted out in a bad way. Most bullies don't have what they need at home. So they compensate by picking on other people. And I want to apologize for you for every time someone uh, picked on you and made you feel less than a person, right? Because you're not that. Have anyone ever apologized to you? Yeah. So I want to be the first one to tell you that I apologize for the people that picked on you and made um, autism for you a hassle, a burden when it didn't have to be. Because it's not a burden. 
It's just you do things a little bit different than us. I do some things different from you. My kids do some things different than me. It doesn't make us not be um, something wrong with us, right? And so I want to apologize to you and let you know that I think you're super dope. I think everything about you is dope. Everything. Um, I think you brave. Um, I think that you do things that um, a lot of people wish that they had the courage to do. And I think that every year you surprising yourself. Like the interviews and going, even recording yourself. Maybe next time you'll go live. All right. So I didn't really have a lot of things. Um, I think I wanted to ask you, what is it that you want us to, to know about you? What are some things you want us to know about you? Besides you have autism. What are some things that you can share with us to educate us on autism? For starters, like you said, you know, as you said before, and uh, and as I said before, I can cook a really good steak. Yeah, <laughs> Chris liked to cook, y'all, and and I asked him, I was like, Chris, what you like to cook? And he said, steak. I said, oh, you expensive. He he liked to eat well. That's that's good eating. Um, and um, that he's he's a little shy, but. He just like want he want he's like all of us, right? He want us he want us to show him love, and so we would never ever do a virtual um, live again separately. We would always, 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 always do it in person because I like to give hugs and he like to receive them. And so, Chris, I just wanted to thank you for today. You know, I did ask you about um, becoming an advocate, right? I think you becoming an advocate about it, uh, about uh, for autism is a great thing because who's better to talk about autism but the person that has it, right? And so um, Chris have made it clear that he does. He This is something that he wants to do. This is one of the reasons why I think he's here. He's here that God created him to be here to help other people that have struggles and hassle with autism. Um, I also want to say that there's a lot of different programs out there. Um, when Chris was growing up and when uh, other people his age and older were growing up, they didn't have all the um, information available to help parents with children with autism. But the information is out there. We have to educate ourselves and we have to educate other people that autism is not a bad thing. Artism is a gift from God. Like these children, these adults are really gifted. Um, I've seen them do things that normal people cannot do at all. Um, and it's just about just educating yourself and making them feel comfortable in their own skin. Um, I like who Chris is. I like how he rock his hair. I like everything about him. I like how he interact. I love his beautiful big smile. When you get a smile from him, it's a real genuine smile. Um, I like his shyness, but I also like his intellect. He knows 
what he what he like he know what what his dislike is and so i want to thank you chris for giving me this opportunity like uh, all the times that i've gone live and all the times that i've done eve talk like this have to top my number one my favorite because i get to talk about something that i'm very passionate about i love people and i love for people to be well and there's a lot of um children and adults like you that have autism and they need someone that's as courageous like you are to tell them that hey you're not in this thing by yourself um it's a lot of us out here we just need to group up and connect and find ways to let this world know that um, we're not going to be the blank generation anymore. We're not going to be the invisible generation. We are here and we're going to rock who we are and we're going to be accepted by all people. And you guys just don't have to deal with it. That's how we're going to make them feel. We're going to let them know that, that we're here to stay. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so you might as well get used to the artistic rocker boy and our artistic rocker cowboy because we here to stay right we ain't going nowhere this is just the beginning of what we're going to start doing and start bringing awareness is there anything that you would like to say to um the people that are listening to you on tonight uh just um hello nice to meet you all that good stuff <laughs> Chris said hello. He is glad to meet you guys. He can't see you guys, but he will also he will be able to read your comments. Make sure you leave comments. Make sure you share this. I meet a lot of people um, throughout the days, the weeks, and the months that have children with autism, and they feel as parents they feel defeated. And I have this connection with autism artistic kids that they gravitate to me and so i'm this voice to let them know that not only are you going to be okay but your child has the ability to supersede the expectations of other people like these kids are doing great things now artistic children are doing great things in the world um we have our artistic um young adult that was they got a scholarship to play basketball how dope is that you have them where they play music. You have those that are engineers. Like they're able to do, as the Bible says, exceedingly <laughs> and abundantly because God has given them that type of ability. And so, Chris, we don't want this to be your last time on here. Um, there's something that I always do when I close out. And today I wanted to be a little different. I usually tell the women to be wise and have understanding and uh, create their own boldness and seek their own change. But today I want to not only apologize to you, but I want to speak into your life today. Okay. I want to tell you that you guys highest creation that when he created you, he did not make a mistake. Everything about your life, everything about you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet, God created and he did it with purpose. There's so much purpose in you that um, you haven't even hit the surface of all the things that God is going to do in your life. That you're here because we need you. We need your voice. We need to hear what you have to say to this world. That the children that's coming behind you, your little brother and all the other, um, other artistic children that's going to come behind you need to hear what you have to say. Um, I want you to know that we stand by you. 
We're going to stand by your side. We're going to support everything that you're going to do in your lifetime. So you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be overwhelmed. The things that you cannot do, we can help you do it. There's a part in the Bible, right? And it talks about Moses. And Moses told God that he really didn't want to be a leader for the children of Israel, right? And so God sent him forward anyway because Moses said, I can't do it because I stutter when I talk. I'm a stutter too. Sometimes my words get all jumbled up. I can't pronounce. But God told Moses that, hey, I called you for a purpose. And so Moses went forth and did what God told him to do. And then Moses got to a point where he was in battle, right? When things got hard and he had to fight against those things or those people that were doing evil things, right? And so uh, Moses says, God gave Moses a staff. And every time he would lift the staff up in the air, he will win in victory, right? But he had been fighting for so long, sometimes with autism and other diseases and other um, developmental issues that people might have. Sometimes it's hard to keep that staff up in the air, right? To continue to fight and win. So God sent Moses two people on the side of him to help hold his arms up. I want you to know today, when your arms get tired of holding that staff of autism up, that you have people like me, your mom, your sister, your auntie, your cousins, um, all your mom's friends, all of us, we're going to be right beside you and we're going to take your arms and we're going to hold you up and we're going to fight together, okay? You be blessed and I want to tell you that I love you and thank you so much for being on here tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a joy. This is the best thing I ever done. Um, you guys, thank you so much for being on here. Um, let me see if I have... Um, Dorka said, you, Chris, you rock. And your mom said, love you, Tank. <laughs> um, oh, I think this is your Uncle Robert Mason. He said that you cold-blooded with them hamburgers. Uh, you can tell me about the hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. That's, that's always been my comfort food. I can make a pretty good hamburger. Oh, hey, I'm going to have to get you give me a turkey burger. You think you can make me a turkey burger? Sure. Okay. We well, are on for some, for some dinner. Thank <laughs> you guys so much. Please share, share, share. This needs to be out there. Um, I'm so excited about his presence tonight. Um, thank you all for supporting. Thank you all. Um, I have someone on... Um, um, uh, YouTube saying Ryan William says that he's giving you a virtual hug since he knows that you love hugs. Um, we're going to have some great things coming up soon with Chris. Um, and, and it might not be so much as an interview. It might be him just being the advocate that he are that he is for artism. And we're going to just start doing some things that me and Chris talked about and his mom and try to get some things moving. I know there's a lot of people that's going to see that, that I know personally have artistic children that have experience. Um, hey, we want you, want you guys support as well. I love you guys on tonight. Thank you for um, joining us on this topic of Autism Awareness Month for Eve's Talk. We love you and good night.